Oh, welcome back to Trot's Life. It is our Taz Racing segment. Jamie Cockshart has joined me in studio, which is about a once a year sort of a job. Is how long have we been doing this, Jamie? Well, my hair's got a lot more grey since I've known you, Toby. So probably, you know, the last four or five years I've noticed a lot of greys coming through. So about that sort of time, I reckon. Yeah, fair enough. Your wrist's sore too from all that counting you do as well. So... Um, just flicking those notes, 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, 600, 700, 800, 1,000. You never send a bike count to 1,000 so quick. Uh, <laughs> let's go on, Uh On Saturday night, and it is the feature meeting, I did try to get a very special guest, but it didn't come off. So, uh, and haven't heard back from him unless he has messaged me. No, he hasn't, unfortunately. So, uh, we're not going to have the guest I tried to get, but that's okay. Let's get through some tips for Launceston. We'll have a good chat about the Dev Cup too. Yeah, we'll start off race three, number five, a little ripper. Um, first up in the state was, was fair, but then second up, she sat parked. And she had a pretty good mare on her back called Stepping Stones, and she held Stepping Stones in the run of the line and done it well. This is a fair bit easier. Back to the mobile condition, so she will be winning race three. Um, the only query the... The stable mate, Blackwood Miss, who's first up for Rowan Hillier and always had plenty of ability. But I'm happy to go a little ripper's way. Then we go across to race eight, number four, Artie Boy Glenwood. Um, got the job done, very impressive at Carrick. Uh, it was his home track. And now that he's got his mojo back, I reckon he can he'll look to spear to the lead and if he does find the lead, he'll um, do what he done the other week and lead all the way and win pretty easily. So I'm happy to go Artie Boy Glenwood in race four. Cutler Value plays race one, number 10, Cynical Jermaine. One, hang on. One, number 10, Clinical Jermaine, yep. Yeah, just um, just maps maps well in a pretty tricky race. So if she gets on that three-wide line and close enough, I reckon she's got the speed to get over the top of her rivals late. Ah, <laughs> beast mode. Yeah, well, he got the job done last week for us, Toby. I was on him at around 7 or $8. He was able to lead throughout, and I think he can do the same again if he's driven as aggressive as what he was. Um more speed inside him, but I reckon the lead will be there, and um, he runs up to that. You know, he, he should be just about winning race five. In March last year, he had nine starts for five wins and three-thirds and a fifth. Then he basically didn't run a place until December 1st, and since then he's had six starts, two wins, three seconds and a third. If you go back to one time, I'd actually quoted something like that. He is a horse that... When he finds form, he holds it for five or six runs, yeah. and then he goes missing for, for, for the next 15 to 20 runs. It's like he, gets, he drops back in grade, and that helps him go again. Gets the mojo race. going yeah. again and gets the whatever mojo. it yep. is. And uh, that's right. Uh, the best at odds, race seven, number nine, Pantano Stride. Um, very consistent. In a pretty tricky race. Going to push through. Going to be close enough. And 10 or 12 to 1, he's definitely worth an each way gamble in race seven. We'll play a quaddy. First leg, two, four, eight, and 11. Second leg, two only. Third leg, one, four, six, seven, eight, nine. Last leg, four. $30 for 100%. But we'll have another one with its insurance. First leg, two, four, eight, 11. Second leg, 11, 13, 14. Third leg, one, four, six, seven, eight, nine. And last leg, four. Um, $45. $45 for 50%. Devonport Cup. Uh, Mickey O's mark, $3.40. Surely he's, if he steps, he's a dollar fifty chance, isn't he? Correct. Um, you know, look, he doesn't fly away, and that's the the issue. He's got some pretty good beginners outside him that do fly the tapes. 
So if Matty can get into Haldy's round early and he finds a lead, you know, he's an odds-on pop, even if he finds a lead after 400 metres. But if he gets a few from the outside, come down on him, cramp him up. But saying all that, I do think he's a good thing. (laughs) But as long as he goes away with him and settles in the first half a dozen, he'll be able to bully his way to the top. So would you be better off taking 340 before the race or... A dollar eighty, a hundred meters after the start. I'm a value player. I'd take the risk that he he's going to go away at the three forty. That's just me. But and you're going to go on air saying that he should have got twenty meters. I am only joking, Hal. It's no, just... no. I, <laughs> I, I actually joking. said to Braden. Braden messaged me the other day and I said he'll get the front in this race. He said what? I said it's a Devonport Cup. It's a forty thousand dollar race. Yeah, so it's that next level. It's he's never level won that next up, level. So then, Sunny Sands has is all by myself. Won one of these. She won the $40,000 Golden Apple a couple of weeks ago. So she had yeah, to go back yep. to take the 10 metres. Rag him up, Tiger Pie. Has he's, won one of these? No, uh, but it's his just consistent record, I reckon, that's got him there. And he's a 120 rater. Yeah, he's a high rater. But it's a very good race. you got some, you know, give me the Irishman return to form. I checking can fly the tapes, you know. And Gordon's base first up in the state. From, he's an interesting runner, isn't he? He is. He comes down from an angle. He's, mm. He won 200000 Dollar races back in oh, probably April last year, and you don't win hundred thousand dollar races. You haven't got ability. Um, stand start to be a query because there's no stand start racing up in Menangle. Uh, but if he does go away, he's definitely got ability, and he's definitely one you'd have to throw in for the multiples because um, Todd Rattray's also got hard duty in his stable. I noticed hard duty's missing from this race, um, so I don't know if there's a problem. But yeah, Gordon Spay's the lone runner, so. Definitely, buddy, you've got to keep safe, Toby. Who owns Rack'em Up Tiger Pie? Do you Michael, know? Michael Stanley. And, Ian, uh, Ian, Ian Stanley. Stanley. Yeah. Who bred the show Ian Stanley. Ian it's Stanley. Out of, it's out of exotic. Oh, She's doing well there. Exotic. It's exotic something. Yeah, it is exotic. Um, Let's see. Angel. Angel. Exotic angel. So in 2014, he bred Rack'em Up Tiger Pie and in 2015, the Shallows. I reckon I should have got him. We should have got him. I should have got him on. Uh, if I had have said to him in 2013, the next two years you're going to breed horses that are going to be in the 2024 Devonport Cup, I reckon he would have looked at me like he probably does anyway. Normally, that I've lost the plot. Yeah. Well, Shadow's obviously in show much because I think they only paid three or four thousand for him. Really? Yeah. They yeah. brought him online, so he obviously in show enough as a young horse. Um, I think he had his first star as a late three-year-old in Tasmania for Heathwood. Well, that's funny because I reckon if you ask me, Ian's horses generally get better with age. You know, I reckon he takes his time with them when they're young, etc. And, and he aims to have horses racing it in these sort of races, not two-year-old Vic breeds, yeah, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So, yeah, they've done well there. That was yeah. a bargain. Well, I, I don't know shows. why he got rid of them, but I know they only paid 4000 for him. You know, around that mark and done, I think he's won a couple, close to a couple hundred, I reckon, now. I can answer that. And the mayor had no more foals, I don't think. So that's a real bugger. That I hate I hate that part of it more than anything, to be honest. Yeah, two hundred and eighteen thousand and won twenty two races, so he's been a wonderfully good horse. Uh, let's face it. So uh you're just gonna back Mickey O, basically. Not at odds on, no, but if if he's they do if someone does follow the bloke who does the market to put up three forty, I'll definitely have a play at the three forty. What do you think of the bloke that does the markets? He's a bit, I don't know. He's not a bad fella at times. If someone gets him offside, he can be a bit of a... Oh, dear. <laughs> a bit of a <laughs> You know what? A bit of a hope. Uh, 
Now, Hobart on uh, Sunday night, I said, Jamie, I said, Jamie, uh, will you give us, how's this, Courtney? I said, Jamie, will you give us your best bet for Hobart Sunday night? And he said, maybe. I said, come on, Jamie, give me your best bet. And he said, maybe. And I said, Jamie, give me your best bet. And he said, maybe. And then I just gave up and hung up the phone. Uh, Best bet, Hobart on Sunday night. When I wrote this down, I said, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> but I couldn't find a best bet. And <laughs> and maybe he's a great admiral. I think he's five or six classes so the above. his name's maybe. He's, ho- he's five or six classes above his rivals in the race. A bit like me. And yeah. um, he should be winning. That's all there is to it. So he's I, an 84 Raider <laughs> racing a 46 Raider. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's a graded certainty. And I didn't want to tip it because I knew you'd go that down the old maybe <laughs> maybe thing. But um, it gives the listeners a bit of a chuckle, mate. So that's what the main thing. So he will be winning race five. It's just what odds they get, you know, dollar eighty. And dollar eighty is a good price. Two dollars is sure you won't get a dollar eighty. Oh, I don't do the form or anything. Just, just from the draw, you know, like um, he's pretty one pace, but he should prove too strong for him, mate. But um, Todd won't stuff around though. Straight around to the chair, sure. Well, you'd think so, but you just don't know. But um, he he's a, he, he will be winning. I don't care what happens in the run. It's just what price we get. What do you reckon he'll say if I ring him and ask him if he's going to the chair? Todd's very conservative. Well, he won't tell you. He'll say. Maybe. Took me two. Took me two guys. I'm on me Pat Maloney here, Danny, if you're listening. He's he's me cousin. Me cousin, Danny. I'm on me Pat Maloney. Um, the value play, race two, number 13, our Ruby Rose. Um, just needs a bit of luck to get a card into the race. As long as three wide cover, within 10 metres at the top of the straight, she's got the speed to round up a roll. Within $5, I reckon we should get, and definitely worth a good each-way gamble. And the one at odds is race seven, number 10, Cardesla. No form to recommend whatsoever, but does go okay from the tapes. And um, it's a field that lacks a little bit of depth and wouldn't shock me to see him run a much improved race around the $20 mark. Then we'll go Aquati. First leg, 10. Second leg, 2 and 3. Third leg, 1, 3, 4, 7, 8, 9. Last leg, 1 and 11. $24 for 100%. Let's clear a commitment. We'll come back and more from the comedy duo McKinnon and Cockshut. <laughs> Welcome to Thursday Trust Life with Toby McKinnon on SEN Track. Join the conversation on 0499 736 736. Oh, welcome back. We're in our Taz Racing segment. Jamie Cockshut in studio with me. Now, I'm off to Tassie. We touched on this uh, earlier. So I head down uh, tomorrow week, eight days on the 19th. I'll land in Tassie at about 4.30, I think I get there, uh, with my partner, uh, G. And I'm going straight, basically, I'll check in on the way past. I found the closest accommodation to the Hobart trotting track I could. can't remember what it was called. Uh, I could find it, but that doesn't really matter. Now, I'll go to Hobart straight away to the trots. Now, I've got a pen and poised here. And now, a question for you, Jamie. Person I need to see and one I need to avoid at Hobart trots because uh, I want to wake up in the morning and go to Salamanca Market. So who do I need to avoid and who who's safe to talk to? Oh, Hobart's a pretty decent part of Tasmania, Toby, so they're all pretty safe to talk to. You just don't want to get caught up with the, the blokes that do like the beverages after they get a few wins. But um, sadly, most racing, after races are over, most people go straight home. Yeah, they do. Well, they've they got horses, see? Yeah, they've got they, to take them home. Right. But if you're heading down towards Salamanca on a Saturday, Sunday night, there's some beautiful bars down there that... Um, 
great scenery, and I'm sure you and G will have a lot of fun. There's usually a still a bustling group of people down there, and even though it's on a Sunday night, mate. No, Friday night. Oh, Friday night. Oh, you laugh. She'll be buzzing. She'll be buzzing. You'll you'll fit in well. I just wonder if we need to let the local authorities to know to put, um, usually on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, they put the big um, steel things around the... um, uh, around the precinct, so people can't go jumping through, and you know, so someone of the man of your presence, they might have to contain the yeah. public out from getting into you, mate. You reckon the the, the oh, popularity? Yeah. Uh, you see the popularity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'd imagine I could be walking down the street, and uh, someone might recognise me. I'm sure at the trot, someone well, they will. They're, me. they're great. They're great. Great crop of hair, mate. Yeah, um, and when they know I'm friends with you, they'll be coming up, thinking, assuming that I. I'd might be rich, I suppose. Well, they might come up and give you a tapping, mate, because they think, what, they, do, you, what, do, you, might, what do you do? Um, Socialising with him. They'll just assume I'm staying on a yacht in the harbour or something, I suppose. Yeah, you could probably arrange that. And Bernie, and then I go Sunday, so Saturday's the trek to Bernie, and then I've got a quiet afternoon, Sunday afternoon, and then off to Bernie Cup on the Sunday night. So who who should I be avoiding there, you reckon? Uh, Bernie's a great place, and Bernie's a different club. They'll be all hanging about after the race, and they will leave they will? Australia. You know, Craig Hayes, one of our... Main guest, he'll be on. He'll be there, and I'm sure Hayes, you'll look after you and, and the lads in the the Will Rev horses, Mick Filio, Andy Williams. Um, they'll make you more than welcome because we have give them a fair bit of publicity. I think you're going to make sure of that. I'll make <laughs> sure of that. Print on your face, and I'll make sure of that. And yeah, you know, so you and your wife enjoyed. But now, Bernie's a lovely little part of Tasmania. Gee, be surprised that we're married, but that's all right. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> That'll be news there. Well, you never know. You could work with Tasmania's a good place to propose, Toby. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, oh, uh, that won't be happening. You don't want to be hesitant talking about you. Yeah, it won't be happening, <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, if only you knew. Uh, so the Scooter Wheel Rev team, anyone, I'll have to look up their breed of their horses and write down a list and just avoid them for the night, you reckon, because they'll lead me astray. Uh, they won't lead you astray. They'll just make sure you enjoy yourself. You reckon I can... Um, fill in for you and Milky's beefers? Well, I'm going to find, I'm going to get Hazy to find someone who does need someone to milk the cows, and that's your job the next morning at 5 a.m. before you you leave Bernie. Uh, I might still and be I want up. video footage. With so. a bit of luck, I'm still up. So oh. at, at June Well, that'll be even better. At, when I went to June uh we we had a, a couple uh, at lunch at the time, and that trekked on into the race meeting. And then after the last, we stayed back, they had the, the buck and bull and all that. And they had a after party planned, and... At four o'clock, we decided we'd head to the after. Like everyone's still at the track. There's still twenty odd people at the track at four in the morning. And then we walked to the after party, and about an hour and a half into the after party, I um, thought I'd better head home. And I've gone outside. It's broad daylight, <laughs> and I'm heading home and didn't know where I was and etc. So hopefully, I can head straight from Bernie Trots to this uh, arranged uh, milking session. I'll have an address for you within two hours. <laughs> I'll have an address. <laughs> I'll get on it straight away, mate, because I want to see the footage of it, to be honest. Um, if if there's a market, the chances of me milking a cow at five in the morning on Monday, what would you, I would say uh, 100 to one would be unders. Not reckon, udders, unders. I, <laughs> I reckon you'd do it just for the listeners, mate, because I'd be fu- fully supporting this, and I'd actually want to see footage of it from from your, your partner, not your wife, your partner. <laughs> <laughs> or are you actually there milking the cows, mate? Now, look, I have milked cows before, so it's... That's what I mean, you're a natural. Yeah, it's, um... Yeah, anyway. 
so off to Burnie, and then uh, a couple of days down, we're going to go uh, to Strawn for a couple of nights. Beautiful part of Tasmania, it the is, West Coast. Yeah, it is a part. nice part. Wouldn't be too many harness trainers at Strawn, I wouldn't have thought. No, there's not. There's some nice going on a cruise and that. Um, but I did have a mate there once. He went up there for business. I shouldn't say this, but I will. He had $100 allowance for his work business and that. He had $21 left over. And in Tasmania at the time, there's a big keynote jackpot of just under a million dollars. So he thought, I was just going to put the $21 on Kino, spot nine. Went to work the next day and someone told him the jackpot had went off. And he said, well, where was it? Oh, some pub in Strawn. And he's... He's, he's nailed it. He went to the casino, checked his ticket, and there it was, 979000 he won. And you haven't, gone, you haven't gone backwards since? No, it wasn't me, but he did come <laughs> into some horses with me. Oh, did he? Yeah, our Sir Jekyll on that, he, he came into that and we had a little bit of success. But, um, but yeah, it was just ironic. He's had a hundred dollars. He's milling his few beers. Cost him seventy nine. He had twenty one bucks, and he thought, "Well, let's have a crack at Keno." He weren't a bloke that actually played, played regularly. It's it just that he heard about this jackpot. So, um, yeah, it was just um, yeah, it was a great. That's my biggest memory of Strong. But no, I've been there a few times, mate. You'll love it. You'll love it. It's a very um, very beautiful part of Tasmania. Yeah, and then a little stop over at uh, Cathedral Mountain. Cradle Mountain. Cradle Mountain. Cradle Mountain. Yeah, it's got cathedral love... in the brain after yeah. staying in Taggarty. Yeah, you, you love Cradle Mountain. It's a, it's a drive. It's a very scenic drive. And just take your time driving because the roads can be, get a bit icy up around that area. But, yeah. Icy uh, in summer. Yeah, Tasmania's not always summer, mate. In this time. You should know that. But, well, but Cradle Mountain is renowned for a beautiful romantic place. Not know, a chance. Beautiful uh, romantic Sea Dent. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, <laughs> that's him. That's him. Uh, uh, you've been outed, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be find. I'll, I'm going to find him on on Messenger and send him this uh, podcast. He, he retired not long after because he was in his late fifties and he'd owned his house and he just um, decided to um, yeah retire and cause he had enough money then. Well, I don't know when's enough for you to retire, but it must be soon. We better clear a break. We must be far off one, are we? Yep. Let's clear a break. We'll come back. And we'll wrap it up on the other side. Welcome to Thursday Trust Life with Toby McKinnon on SEN Track. Join the conversation on 0499 736 736.